The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. Today is going to be a very just honest episode. I feel like a lot of my episodes are typically uplifting, and I still want to be uplifting, but I just need, I feel like this episode just needs to be a very honest one for those that feel like it's an uphill battle with running sometimes, and you just have those days where you don't feel motivated. This one is for you. So just sit back and relax, and we'll just jump into the episode. All right, welcome back to the podcast. I first just want to apologize for last week's episode because my microphone was doing something weird and half the sound was just very spotty. So I'm going to try and keep an eye on the sound quality for this episode. And if we need a new mic, we need a new mic. But this one has lasted me for quite some time. But I guess I've had it for the podcast for over a year and I never really made an episode around like hitting a year with the podcast, but I think that that's something that I was reflecting on kind of just on my own and how much the podcast has like brought joy for me and helped me like branch out into other areas of social media. I think I've always been really passionate about expressing myself creatively and being able to outreach to other women, other men about things that I've gone through. And I just feel like this has become like one of my favorite things to do during the week is just record a podcast episode and share about what's going on with me, what I am doing at the moment, what my biggest challenge is, that sort of a thing. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I just want to say a massive thank you because this just making podcast episodes brings me so much joy. So yeah, I'm hoping to continue to do it for a little longer. But to sort of start with highs and lows for the week, I definitely say my high was just this past weekend. I don't think I've mentioned in a podcast episode yet, but all of December, I've taken every Friday off for annual leave. And so I've been having these really lovely three-day weekends which has been really great for my mental health because if you listen to an episode that I made, I think around August or September, I was really struggling with being able to balance my workload and my stress levels were just so high that I I lost my period for a month and I was just not coping properly. And so this has just been a really nice month of rest. And I think I'm really trying to utilize the time properly. And that doesn't always have to be like going out and running errands and taking everything off your list. Sometimes that can just be having a very relaxing day and taking care of yourself and making sure that your mental health is okay, that you're checking in with yourself and that sort of thing. So I definitely say that this past weekend was really lovely, definitely a high. I went to my boyfriend's parents' house and we decorated for Christmas, made cookies. It was very festive, very Christmassy. My boyfriend, I don't know what it is, but he's just not done loads of things. And so it was his first time making cookies. It was also his first time trying a chickpea. Lots of really random things, but things that like 
are so odd to me, I guess, because like these are things that I've done and like have tried before. But I think that, yeah, it's just been nice to kind of have that person to spend the holiday season with and spend a lot of the end of this year with. And I think that there's just a lot in the air at the moment with this new variant. And so being able to have someone to sort of lean on has been really nice in that way. I definitely say my low was actually the half marathon. And it sounds super depressing and it sounds like not so great but it is what this episode is about because I really want to highlight that not every single race is like amazing for me and not every single run is going to be amazing for you and I think I spoke about this when I last ran a half marathon race in May it was like I think just very similar to this experience not a great course which just made for a really kind of negative mindset. I think I did a lot better in the sense of like keeping my head up and motivating myself, but I kind of just wanted to make an episode this week around, you know, what to do in those situations, whether you've signed up for a race and you have to do this run, or if you're out for a long run, if you're in the middle of a training plan and you really just need to push yourself a little bit, I really want to talk about kind of what was going through my mind and the importance of positive self-talk and just how to kind of push yourself through those runs because like I've said time and time again you genuinely are your biggest cheerleader and so I think just having an honest episode like this where I kind of just break down like point by point throughout the race like how I really picked myself back up how I really motivated myself I think is going to be so helpful because yeah not every run is going to be your best and some days you're going to hate running and some days I do hate running but at the end of the day I love what what it does for me what it does for my mental health and I'm never not going to be motivated by running because it is like that one thing that is my own that I can call my own and it's like a big part of my life that like I utilize for my alone time. So yeah, if you're struggling with running, if you feel like you're in a rut or if you feel like you can't do that 10 mile, 11 mile run and it just feels like impossible and like an uphill battle, this episode is for you. So yeah, kind of just getting into it, I guess to start with, I wasn't really in the best mindset going into this run. I don't know if it was just a lack of sleep or a lack of a proper night's sleep, but I think just going into it, I was just feeling a bit sleepy. I wasn't feeling like I was on my A game. But then once I got to the actual race and like kind of started checking in and stuff and saw my friends and I was with my partner, it was just was helping with the mood and the energy. And I would definitely recommend like if you've never done a half marathon or a full marathon to do it with a friend, do it with a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a family member, just to have that person to like keep yourself accountable. And just like being able to see that familiar face on race day is so lovely. And just like throughout the run is so fun and helps you throughout the run genuinely. And The biggest thing for me was this course was just so muddy and so hilly and at many times felt incredibly unsafe and just the week before I'd rolled my ankle. I roll my ankle a lot and I think I've spoken about this before. 
playing loads of sports growing up. My ankles are just not very sturdy. And so sometimes I'll just be running and I'll roll my ankle, but then I'll kind of just like walk it off and then like keep running. But then like sometimes it just hurts a bit more. And so I did take a few days off before the race just to kind of rest the ankle and put some, I used Chinese herbal medicine on it and just make sure that I was resting it properly. But genuinely the entire run, I was so afraid that I was just gonna like break it or something completely just because it felt so unsturdy throughout the race and I know that I've spoken about and shared about my trail marathon before but that was different in the sense that like at least you kind of had sort of a grip but this was just so muddy and trying to like push yourself to run fast and like being someone like me that was kind of running for time and wanted to get a certain time it was really hard because I was like at the same time trying to keep myself safe and so I think in general I think it's always like number one you have to make sure that like this course is for you and you know not every course is going to be perfect for you but I think if you genuinely like you can look into like course maps and stuff when you sign up for race and just make sure that you're actually prepared for this and make sure that you're properly training for a course like that so for me I was training for a sub two half marathon but my training routes and my training runs were all done in throughout central London which is very flat roads and this was like the polar opposite that was like hills muddy and just yeah not very good I'd say that the biggest reason that this was like a low of a run for me was that I didn't hit the time that I wanted to hit and I think when you get to a certain point with running where you've done a couple of races and you start going for time and stuff I think that this was the first time that it was kind of like a bummer for me because it wasn't like your first half or your first full marathon where like you're genuinely just trying to finish and like that's like your biggest goal I think that like now that I consider myself to be sort of like more of an experience runner I was really push, pushing myself and really focused for the past few months since the London marathon on hitting a sub two half marathon my time for the full marathon the London marathon was four hours 12 minutes 26 seconds which I was super proud of and I didn't stop the entire 26.2 miles and so I thought yeah I can totally do a sub two it's no problem I followed a plan to the T and I did a lot of training with my partner as well and kind of helped him with his running. But at the end of the day, I think it was just hard because I'm, I know in the back of my mind that like, even though my final time for the half marathon this past Sunday was two hours, 20 seconds, like I was just 20 seconds off, which is so frustrating. If I were on a flat course that was like, a road or just something a lot smoother and easier I know for a fact I could get a sub two and even getting a bang on two hour time with like those conditions I think that it's really it definitely just like tells me and shows me that like I definitely could have gotten a sub two and I'm really really aiming to or wanting to sign up for another half that's like a flat road half marathon just to prove prove it to myself but I think just throughout the run I just remember for the first three miles and this happened in the last half marathon that I ran at Queen Elizabeth Park in May it was again hilly and I don't know what it is but for me the first three miles are the hardest and just trying to get yourself through the first three miles I think 
is a lot of positive self-talk. So there, there are a lot of different elements when it comes to some of these smaller races. So not like big city marathons where there's like loads of people on the sidelines cheering you on, yelling at you, giving you snacks and candy and stuff. You know, you have some people, but they're not really so much like cheering on for everyone. They're kind of looking for their significant other or their loved one or their friend. And so a lot of what it is with these smaller races It is really just being able to motivate yourself. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. You are your biggest cheerleader no matter what the run is. Even in big city marathons, even at the London Marathon, I was still in my head saying like, come on, keep going. And sometimes like if you ever like run near me during a race, I will be like out loud kind of saying to myself, come on, come on, just make it to this point. Just make it to the next mile. And sometimes you really just have to break it down to that. And you just have to tell yourself, don't stop. Just keep going. Make it to mile four, make it to mile five. And it's just setting yourself those little goals in your head. I think I mentioned in my first episode sharing about my first marathon, that I was genuinely in my head counting down from 26. And I was saying, okay, 25 miles to go, 24 miles to go, 23 miles to go. And that trail marathon is hands down the hardest thing that I've ever done. And to me, just like nothing will ever measure to that. And I think it's really in those moments where you're in these like races or you're in that long run where you just like are not feeling motivated and you just want to stop you want to walk but at the same time you're really wanting to like try and go for time try and get a decent time it really is just telling yourself that like it's okay in kind of setting those small goals but also allowing your body to slow down when you need to but not to a point where you're walking I think it's important to know that if you can keep your body moving and you can keep yourself sort of running I think that that is so much better than stopping to walk even if it's a really slow jog and I would kind of do that with myself every time I went up a hill I would slow my pace down a bit just to let my body sort of calm down because there were a lot of hills throughout it and I just found it to be really hard but when you set yourself those small goals it just helps you so so much and even with sort of the people cheering on I think it's easy to get in your head about you know just being really bummed and really upset about the course upset about the race organizers you know, making this a course, just like really little things that you start to think about throughout the run. But I think at the end of the day, it's just really important to think that like when you're in that moment, just think of like how small that race is compared to your entire day. And it's just like, okay, it, I just, you know, this is two hours of my day. And then for the rest of the day, I get to rest. I get to order my favorite food. I get to treat myself and like just do all these things and I'll have this thing to be proud of. And I think as well, just looking at every single single run and every single race as a learning experience is so important no matter how you feel about it if whether you're so proud or you're so bummed about it I think it's like really important to take into account how you feel after that run and then look at how you're going to go into your next race or your next run and how you're going to improve or what you're going to change because I think for me running is always about how I'm going to improve myself and it doesn't have to be drastically it doesn't have to be this big thing but for me it's just these little small steps that I've taken to improve my running skills over time and just being really strategic about it and being smart about it and being realistic about what's going to work best for you and at the end of the day I think it's so important even if you've just gone on a run or you're in the middle of a run and you're just you're finding it so hard to push yourself I think at the end of the day you just need to remember to be so proud of yourself because there are so many 
I think there's so many people in this world that will never challenge themselves the way that you have or will never have the opportunity to to challenge themselves the way that you are right now. So whatever your goals are, no matter how big or how small, know that each person is on a very different running journey. And no matter how far along you feel like you are in your journey, just know that the progress that you're making is going to be immense when you look at it long term because you're just, these are just building blocks of like what you can achieve long term. And I've made episodes before about how I went from running 10Ks to marathons. And I think if you think about it in that mindset, it's just really important to think of how much you're going to grow and just from this experience and just how you're going to develop yourself over time. So just always always remember to be proud of yourself at the end of the day and that's coming from me who finds it really really hard to even look at moments like this Sunday and think man yeah while I didn't get my the time that I wanted I still need to be proud of myself because man that was a tough course and that was just really really hard and I'm just really proud of myself for finishing I'm proud of myself for not stopping the entire 13 miles and I'm just proud of to be to be able to be there for my boyfriend's first half marathon and to watch him finish and sometimes it's being able to be a motivator and a supporter for people around you so just looking at things like this in a different perspective is always really important and just being able to know that the progress that you're making is always progress no matter whether you think it's negative or positive just challenge yourself to look at it from a different perspective all right everyone that's going to wrap up another episode of the resiliency and running podcast i really do hope that you enjoyed it i will have a link in the show notes that will be the very first link that is for my marathon fundraising it's for alzheimer's society as you know i'm running in the paris and berlin marathon in 2022 so stay tuned for many more episodes but please do check out that link and there will be other ways to connect with the podcast if you check out the show notes but i will see you in the next episode bye